have. You don't even want me to read them? I don't know if I can. Yeah. <laughs> it may, may be ones that I have to read. Sure you can. Are we? Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm ready. FSBT update number four. <laughs> we don't have a theme song yet. <laughs> so when I started this, I was like, oh, this would be like a fun one-off thing or maybe like a semi-regular thing. Oh, it's too fun. Did, did not realize how much stuff was just going to keep happening in Christian culture. <laughs> <laughs> so... So, this is a. Uh, what do we have? What's been <laughs> happening? I don't even know. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Gospel singer Kirk Franklin is in hot water this week after audio surfaced of him screaming obscenities at his adult son in a phone call. Although many were quick to point out that Franklin isn't the first CCM artist to do such a thing. For instance, that time Sandy Patty screamed obscenities at Kirk Franklin's adult son. <laughs> That's not right. <laughs> oh, Sandy Patty, she would never. <laughs> That's what she said. For, <laughs> for his part, Kirk Franklin denies any wrongdoing. In a statement, he said, look, all I did was say the words, then my choir sang them. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm getting, I'm getting the mood. Uh, it's, it's coming through loud and clear. <laughs> Are you going to read any, or how many? How many are there? There's six, and I'm going to read the two worst ones. Okay. Jim Baker back in the news this week. His ministry announced the formation of a global outreach initiative, and asked his followers for donations to fund the project. Analysts say that 100% of the money will go to benefit Jim Baker. <laughs> It's so true. I actually read the wrong one. So <laughs> that wasn't the worst one. I was no, wondering. So, so you get the you get the bad one. I'm just okay. It. I'll do it. I can handle it. I, 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 I live. The wrong I line. live with Danny Haas. Okay. Okay. A report this week says that disgraced Hillsong pastor Carl Lentz has been living in one of entertainment mogul Tyler Perry's houses. In a related story, John Christ attempted to send Medea a video of himself whacking off. <laughs> How did I do? Did I nail your, your uh, tone? <laughs> you did. You did. Very good. Oh, John. All right. You can go again. Okay. We got two more. Okay. The Pope caused controversy this week by saying that God can't bless same-sex unions because they are sinful. However, it remains unclear whether God will bless same-sex couples when they sneeze. <laughs> That's so stupid. It's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. finally in ccm news john cooper of the christian band skillet caused a stir by criticizing megan Thee stallion and cardi b's grammy performance of their song wet ass pussy you know color me cynical but I can't help but think this is a little bit hypocritical coming from Skillet, since they got their big break from their hit single. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah. Thank you. It made me laugh. For not making me read that one. Yeah. I was, you just yeah, listened to it. <laughs> I liked how you started laughing when you. I just was ready. When you felt when you felt the punchline approaching. <laughs> oh my. That's a lot of words to put in front of that punchline, <laughs> what you just said. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay, should we move on? I hope so. <laughs> All right, what do we got? Housekeeping? Yes. Yeah, weren't we supposed to talk about a baby? Yes, I... I don't know if the listeners have picked up on the fact that we sometimes struggle <laughs> to, to do things correctly and in a timely manner. Anyways, um, <laughs> Zach and Megan had a beautiful baby girl named Zoe about six months ago, so we're a little late <laughs> in welcoming her to the fun sexy bible time family but nonetheless <laughs> we welcome her and she's so cute she really is here's the thing ken ham says she's only two weeks old <laughs> so going by those numbers it doesn't seem so bad oh my <laughs> uh, anyways so yes welcome zoe Yes. Could, Congratulations. Remember that time we made fun of um the Zoe church? Oh yeah. Because we didn't know that like Zoe meant something and Zach I mean this was like a couple of years ago and Zach like guys Zoe means what does it mean? Grace or I don't know. <laughs> I don't even remember now. And he said <laughs> and he said, uh, if I ever if we ever have a girl, we're gonna call her Zoe and they did. Well, <laughs> as always, uh, we're not great at making decisions. That's the <laughs> not great decision makers on this podcast. <laughs> All right. Hey, House, what are you listening to these days? Oh, um, well, I was rage cleaning yesterday. Are you familiar yep. with that? With, oh yeah, with that practice. Usually, I am the one that inspires the rage cleaning <laughs> because of something dumb I said or did. Uh, so first, I was uh, listening to some Jimmy World uh, Bleed American, which is the number one rage cleaning album of all time. But then it slows down kind of towards the end, and I calm down too. It works out perfectly, actually. Anyways, I put on Twin Forks, which I immediately damned you about and asked you, did you ever listen to Twin Forks like I told you to? Because they're, it's, it's Chris Caraba's folk band experiment, and it's just so good. The album's probably like six years old, maybe. It's so delightful. So, does he whisper the verses and then scream the chorus? No. Okay. It's so good. Anyways. Remember my horny Chris Caraba tweet? <laughs> Didn't I call you out on it or something? I think so. <laughs> I thought about it yesterday. <laughs> Anyways, I don't remember what I said, but I, I If remember... you're a fan of Chris Caraba, lead singer of Dashboard Confessional, he made a folk album and it's just fun. It's just good. So... That's what I've been listening to. Gotcha. Did you listen is... yet? <laughs> no, not yet. Wow. Is uh, listen, we're we're in we're in wow season right now. That's I can't true. Just... That's true. <laughs> okay. Qu quick question: Is is sweetness on Bleed American? Yeah. Okay. I thought it was. I couldn't. I, sometimes I, I get confused of which album the the songs are on. That's my probably my favorite Jimmy Eat World song of all time. Here's the thing about Bleed American. It's just it's just banger after banger. Like every song, there's not a bad one. It's just everyone is good. So. Gotcha. 
It's also a 20-year-old album. Whoa! <laughs> if you want to feel Whoa. really... If you want to feel really old, which I know you're looking for reasons to feel old as I am. your 40th birthday looms. <laughs> I am. I appreciate this. <laughs> okay, how about you? What have you been listening to? I've been listening to the Newsboys Take Me to Your Leader album. Oh, interesting. I told you this is wow season. Interesting. Okay. Uh, and I, I gave the uh, the new Nick Jonas a little spin. Okay. Taking taking Nick Jonas around the block, seeing what he's got to offer. On the uh, yeah, that didn't come out right. Um, <laughs> and how is I it? Am, what is it? Pop. It's uh, it's it's like the nineteen seventy five and the weekend had a baby. That's what it sounds like. Okay. So a little little retro wave sort of emo pop okay kind of thing going on interesting so still working on it okay justin bieber's new album dropped today so i'm sure my children are gonna force that on me real soon has he cleaned up hillsong yet (laughs) i don't know (laughs) i love that headline justin bieber vows to clean up hillsong yes He's going to figure it out. He's going to figure out how to take a crumbling church and put it back together like it's never oh. been attempted before. What's 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 that flow chart look like from Justin Bieber of how to fix Hillsong? I don't know. I don't even I can't I I don't I don't care. <laughs> I like I'm not going to make fun. I like Justin. I'm not going to make fun of him. I, I'm rooting for him. Put it that way. Yes, I know you are. You've you've said that, and I appreciate that you're rooting for him. That's nice. <sighs> Apparently, his new album has references to speaking tongues in the bedroom, but that's probably just like a <laughs> like a um, turn of phrase, right? <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I don't know. I do not know. Okay. Yeah, we can move on. All right, so you crushed the uh, the inaugural WoW showdown. Yes. I think you won 61 to 39, which we both kind of thought you would when we looked know. at the final teams. Danny thought you were going to win. I was surprised by that because you had, I mean, I had a really good. Uh, that just I means had he liked Smith, your but... songs more. Danny doesn't really have his finger on the pulse of what's popular in Christian culture. Yeah. Well, you know, you had DC Talk, and uh-huh. I feel like that, uh-huh. that weighted things down. But um, So here we go again. Here we uh, go you, again. This is this is your segment, so I'll let you set this up. Oh, it is? Okay. Well, we're just going to go for it again. <laughs> <laughs> wow, 1997. Which, when did WoW start? We, we're we just, whatever. We can do it in 90s, whatever order we want. Next time, we're 96. doing 95. I, I think 96 is when it started. I thought 95 was when it started. It doesn't matter. Okay. I, I'm looking it up real quick. Okay. No, it started in 96. Oh, perfect. So we, we started at the beginning. We actually did something I appropriately. I planned that, actually. You did. <laughs> okay. So, wow, 1997, 30 songs again. Oh, wow. Just what... I'm definitely... I'm not as familiar with this compilation. There are songs on here that I don't really remember. I had to play them to remember them, and I didn't even get to all of them. So, yeah. Man, poor Ray Bolt. Just kind of holding his place on the last song and the last album. The second album. (laughs) So, I've got some thoughts on the the construction okay. of the uh, of the discs. <sighs> okay, so they clearly were still sort of stacking disc one to some degree. Oh yeah, absolutely. I feel, but like looking at it, looking at the field overall, this really feels like a very top heavy field to me. Like you've got some really important songs, some really big songs, mm-hmm. some some big artists, um, and then it. Like the, the the fall off is pretty drastic mm-hmm. as you as you move past like the top ten songs or so. Yes, I agree. 
Uh, and there's some in here that like like you like I I have no recollection of like I don't know if the Christian radio in my market just was not playing them mm-hmm. but I um, or you know like Petra like I wasn't really listening to Petra right in the in the I late nineties really I kind of I kind of missed them like I know some of their songs but that was like the generation before me right um, yeah did it feel that way to you like think it was kind of yeah top heavy yeah I mean it kind of felt the same as the other one just it's all over the place yeah hmm so are we are we rotating now like were you oh, with the yeah. top pick oh and yeah i'll get the second and third picks uh-huh. okay. i get the first pick i saw it immediately and knew it was gonna be my number one pick so i'll go first we're gonna do six again right yeah, that feels about right. Yeah. Are you are you writing these down? Sure. Okay. All right. Uh, number one, my number one pick, love song for a savior, <laughs> jars of clay. I knew you'd do that. It's so good. It's just what what person age? Let's see. How old am I? Thirty-seven. So let's say what person age like thirty-five to forty-five. This song just has to immediately just get them right somebody who was in those impressionable years when this came out just it's so good it's better than flood like it it would have been my first pick yeah definitely better than flood um but i I get why flood was the single you remember when i talked about crossfire our Mm -hmm. (laughs) our vocal team did this song for sure (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> this was the uh this was the song that convinced my my dad to let me listen to christian alternative because he heard this and was like oh okay i got it oh I, I, you know, that's I, nice i can see the see the message in this that's good that's good okay yeah so i got a an emotional connection to this song well i just took it right from you immediately <laughs> I didn't have to really, I didn't have to convince my parents. If it was in, like, the Baptist bookstore, which later became Lifeway, I could, mm-hmm. I, it was fine. So. Yeah. All right. Okay, I'm going populous. Yeah, well. On this one, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm playing to win this time. Okay, I'm ready. So. I'm taking. I, I'm listen. I'm going chalk on this one. <laughs> uh, my number two or the number two pick is Lord of the Dance by Stephen Curtis Chapman. Yes. Um, just a really a departure for him from the sort <laughs> so of like weird from like the overproduced sort of mm-hmm. like super adult contemporary fare that he was putting out. Then he went into like a little sort of like a faux bluegrass rock <laughs> stage here. Um, you know, chopped his hair off and broke out the slide guitar. And <laughs> the uh, I remember when this video came out, it was like, whoa, this, is, this is different. <laughs> right? That's the one, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 I wonder if I was in the right key. <laughs> I think so. I'll let it stand. But yeah, his... Uh, I can't remember little... how the song starts. I can only think of the chorus in my head. On the banks oh, of the Tennessee River. Oh, yes, Rover. yes, yes. In a small Kentucky town, mm-hmm. I drew my first breath when dawn something Cold in November the morning. morning. Yeah. Yes. As the doctor and the nurse has gathered round uh-huh, uh-huh. and said, leave this one alone. <laughs> they could tell right away <laughs> that the Lord of the Dance was bad to the bone. <laughs> that's not it. That's a different <laughs> I think that's it. I think I nailed it. So, yeah, a little, little edgy for, for Christian radio, but they sort of didn't have a choice either. Like, it was Stephen Curtis Chapman, mm-hmm. so they had to put it on. Yep, um, that's so true. Even in I my, feel like if even in my Baptist church, we were we were jamming to this. <laughs> I feel like if somebody on the fringes had put this out, uh, 
like I don't know, just like looking at the list, like mm-hmm. somebody that the Christian radio wasn't in love with, like mm-hmm. like Rich Mullins. Like if Rich Mullins had put this song out with the, the sort of edge, like I don't think they would have played it, but it was Stephen <laughs> Curtis Chapman, so they had to. It would have been less surprising from him, though. Yeah, well, there'd have been a a a, a ninety second hammer dulcimer <laughs> intro to it. <laughs> um, okay, uh, third pick. I'm just going to stay chalk, and I'm just going to take between you and me off the board. Okay. Um, DC Talk. The I mean, number were they one ever... and number two songs on this on this list. Yeah, like, were they ever bigger? I mean, obviously, like, Mm-mm. probably when Jesus Freak, the single, came out. But, like, this is this is their heyday oh, right yeah. here. Because um, this was getting play on secular radio i can remember being in the grocery store and, and hearing this song oh. like on, on the speakers it's like wait a minute this is a christian song mm-hmm. and they're playing this on the speakers mm-hmm. and it was like a huge huge deal i don't remember that this song got played on secular radio but i believe it it's yeah. a good one i uh remember the video do you remember the video of the guy you mean no? Not ringing a bell. No. <laughs> so D- DC Talk is in a laundromat, and there's these two guys are chasing a third guy, and the third guy's got a shoebox, and he runs into the laundromat and throws the shoebox in the garbage can, and uh, then walks out. And the video ends with DC Talk looking over the garbage can and like trying to find out what what was in the in the shoebox. What did that have to do with the song? Listen, it was the 90s. It was just <laughs> abstract symbolism. It didn't mean anything. It meant everything and it meant nothing. That's okay. what the 90s were about. Yes. Okay. I don't remember that. I don't think I watched yeah. a lot of CCM videos. I don't know where I would have seen them. Like so, on the videos two... they played before youth group, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um tbn had the christian music video shows like on saturday night and then the christian bookstores uh like sometimes they would have Mm -hmm. like video samplers like if you bought a cd you got a video like a vhs Mm. video sampler with like four music videos on it or something i don't yeah okay well here's the thing i guess i'll play to win too (laughs) Okay. Um, well, I feel like I know what you're going to pick next. So I know what you're thinking here. <laughs> you're, you're trying to figure out, do you want to take one of my choices off the board or do you want to go keep the candle burning? <laughs> I'm not. No, that's that's in my list, but it's not at the top of my list. Okay. I'm just going to go with uh, I'll Lead You Home. I was afraid you were going to do that. <laughs> Michael W. Smith. Uh, I like this song actually. Uh, was it from the same album as the Wow ninety six song? Yeah, right. Yeah, and that cover yeah. that everybody mm-hmm. <laughs> loves, especially your wife. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, this is the this was the title song of the album, I guess. So yeah. Interesting that didn't get on the previous wow but whatever yeah it's a good one i don't think it's very good like i don't that's not one of i don't think that really charts for me as one of his better songs i like just some of the things he does with with the music in this song i don't think the lyrics are all that great but there's just certain parts i like how he sings it how he slows down some of the phrases and (laughs) <laughs> yeah so you combine the uh, the come hither album art with the song title i'll lead you home <laughs> that's what he said should i that's what he said with, I... with those eyes <laughs> it really is should i should i ban this song from my house maybe possibly <laughs> mm. It needs to be on an unmarked, an unmarked CD or an unmarked uh, album. Just the, <laughs> the clear plastic with Sharpie. 
<laughs> really shocked that you didn't go uh didn't go Sierra on that one. <laughs> what is what is a what is Sierra? That is on <laughs> my list. Ex- Do you not know that song? Even- <laughs> I have no recollection of that song. Oh. It's a good one. Uh, I'll take your word for it. All right. So, we've each picked two. <laughs> am I going to go am I, gonna, am I playing to win or am I playing personal <laughs> favorites here I feel like some of these have a good crossover though like yeah um all right uh, this is this is I'm gonna I'm gonna go off script here I'm gonna take Rich Mullins off the board okay just because I feel like this is not my favorite song that's that's left but this is an iconic song it really is if you were in church, like from probably, well, obviously it starts in in ninety six, but um, man, this song just resonated. Mm-hmm. I, I heard this song in in vacation Bible school, or not vacation Bible school, but like, uh, is he know, the any first kind one of, who did this? That's a great question. I I'm not Amy sure. Grant did this. Yes. Did he did he write it for Amy Grant? Okay, I'm gonna look that up. But this was on Amy Grant's like first album this song yeah that tracks okay hold on what is the origin i should know this but i don't i'm looking it up right now okay it says it's by amy grant released in 1982 so she okay she uh she wrote this song okay Interesting that he, like, when you hear this song, like, he comes to mind, though. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I just, I don't know, like, it, he kind of made it his. He really did. Mm. Yeah, so that, that makes sense now, because I have memories of, like, hearing this song. because her version had kind of died out <laughs> while we were still very young, since it came out in the early 80s. Yeah. And he brought it back. Well, there's also, you know, it feels like two songs almost. Uh-huh, because, like I, yes, I, yes, yes. I wonder if, like, the second part was his, and that's why, you know, you know I'd have to go back and listen to him side by side. <laughs> you know, because it, it does sort of have, like, a bridge I where think, it turns into. I think you're right. I think he did add to it. Now that you're saying that. When it kind of slows down and the piano comes in, Mm -hmm. from the rising of the sun Mm -hmm. to the... Yes. Yeah, okay. Uh Uh-huh. I'm I'm glad we worked through this. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) That totally makes sense because I do have memories of hearing the song like as a kid in in vacation Bible school, and I couldn't reconcile that with it being on WoW 97. Yes. um, Yeah, so just... It's on that Amy Grant album where she's got like the long hair that's like parted right here and the barrette <laughs> she just is such an 80s an 80s look it's beautiful mm-hmm. um yeah and that's just a song that's been in church forever and i feel like it's a really important mm-hmm. song it is so so i'll take that one as my third song okay wow going to the second disc already i'm impressed i'm playing for the people this round <laughs> okay well this is tough. Okay. I'm going to go with Take Me to Your Leader. <laughs> because I'm playing for the people, too. <laughs> I don't have a lot to say about this song. It's fine. I want to win. <laughs> Everybody loves the newsboys. <laughs> I really should have taken that one instead of Rich Mullins. <laughs> I don't think I don't think you were going to reach for Rich Mullins. He's highlighted a, on my list, so that's a that's a tactical error on my part. There's still so many good songs left. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm surprised so, you didn't choose it sooner because you've been listening to it. You just told me you've been listening to it. Yeah, I got fixated on Rich Mullins just thinking about. Mm-hmm. how long that song has been in church so long yeah well, probably a tactical error i should 
should have taken Newsboys <laughs> with my third pick. <laughs> but I'm not going to let that. I'm going to move past my mistakes. Okay. I'm going to keep moving. Move so you really have anything else to say about Take Me to Your Leader? Just that album cover is just burned in my in my mind more than the music. Yeah. <laughs> I've always wanted to know this about that album. And I need somebody to, uh, I need somebody that was, got some inside info to tell me this. But there was a note on the CD liner that said something to the effect of, what did it say? For those who are interested, this album contained, this album was recorded without the use of loops or sequencing. Wow. So I don't know what that means. Like, does that mean that they played the album live or does that mean that like, there was only one guitar track and they didn't loop it over, right. but then they, you know, only one bass track and then they merged them together. I've always wondered that. That's like a Christian music nerd question that I've had forever and I don't know what it hmm. means. So looping, you know what that is though, right? So, yeah. yeah okay. All right. I don't know what sequencing so, is though. So as far as like when you recording, you know, like when you're listening to a band with like one guitar player, but there's like three different guitar parts and they're just. Gotcha. I mean, I'm assuming that's what it was okay. talking about. Okay. So, I don't know. Someone's going to answer this for you. Hopefully so. our audience. <laughs> but it was a very... It, that album like really holds up really well because it was like an... A, it was an organic uh-huh. album. The songs sound like it was just the six of them recording it in one it? take. I'm trying to remember... Uh, reality breakfast is, was the big one. Oh yeah um, breathe let it go mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. god is not god is not a secret mm-hmm. okay i could probably tell you every song that was on that <laughs> album without looking <laughs> okay so it's your turn it's my turn. Okay. Uh, let's see. What do we got left? I want to take for him, but uh, not like not one of their messages. Kind of a uh, it's just like a, a mediocre song for for him. <laughs> uh, let's see. All right, I gotta take one for me. I'll take anything by PFR. Oh, okay. No, I know. I know this probably doesn't move the needle for a lot of people, but man, they were good. <laughs> Just another, another, another group that like their music holds up really well mm-hmm. because it wasn't overproduced. And it wasn't uh, wasn't fatty. With, right. with the D, not the T. It right. wasn't wasn't fatty or uh, you know, like you hear music these days, and there's like all kinds of like effects that they're adding in mm-hmm. it's like yeah like in five years that's gonna sound awful yeah um, but so like you can still listen to pfr and say, oh, this, mm-hmm. is, this guys are really good i feel like if a if a group doesn't have that <laughs> that uh ccm like whatever that thing is about ccm where they could be singing any words and you're like this is a ccm band (laughs) if they don't necessarily have that that makes them better and i think pfr had that i think the thing you're trying to explain is mercy came a running (laughs) yeah just (laughs) like Like prisoner set free i have that highlighted i'm gonna pick it probably Is, is there any Baptist church that someone did not sing this song the, in the 90s? No. Man. We had a whole a whole group of guys who would sing together and do all the parts and stuff, so. Hmm. <laughs> okay. I am going to follow my heart. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I'm picking this song because of just... It's just so, it felt so off the wall to me, and that's God by Rebecca Mm -hmm. St. James. I have this distinct memory of being at like an outdoor youth night or something, and they have the big screen up, and this music video is going, 
Yeah. And like her hair is everywhere. Oh, like man. she was just yeah. I mean this song. Who are you talking to? <laughs> it's so interesting because like when you put this song up against like waiting for you. Yeah. It's like is this the same person? Cuz this is like a rocking song. She's like screaming through half of it it's (laughs) this was like somebody at sparrow or whatever forefront wherever she was somebody like saw an alanis morissette video yes and was like oh we gotta have one of those we gotta have one of those (laughs) it really was like a like a alanis morissette uh like a copy yeah, she was, she was so beautiful in that video. <laughs> she was so beautiful that it hurt <laughs> in a very visceral way to a, a teenage Matthew. So yes, that song is just like burned into my <laughs> my memory. Watching that video, just like, huh? what's going on? I also remember there being a little bit of controversy with that of like. Oh, you can't you can't label your album or your song God. Mm. I, Which, you know, are you kidding me? Whatever. There was controversy in CCM <laughs> or the Christian world over something. <laughs> yeah, controversy over the uh, the hot young female artist. Imagine that. I can't. I can't believe it. <laughs> Meanwhile, Michael W. Smith is betting you with his eyes, <laughs> and no one says a word. <laughs> Okay, you're up. All right. Uh, let's take uh, Audio Adrenaline off the board. I was waiting for you to get there. Yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> I, sorry. <laughs> so, never mind. Uh, yeah, I was, Audio Adrenaline, this is a great album they had. Walk on Water. This is when they were, this was when someone at Forefront heard the gin blossoms and was like oh we need one of those we need one of those (laughs) so this was another one of those songs i had to play it to remember what it was it's just the title didn't like jump out at me yeah this one this one's one of those you could put on and get the youth group feels Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know when it starts talking about peter Stepped out on the water. You know, it takes you to the bridge. Mark Stewart's voice starts cracking. And it's like, oh, that's me. I don't know if I can walk on the water. (laughs) Just a random thing. Great, great guitar work by uh, Barry Blair on that whole album. You just know everybody's names. I I have so much respect for it. I I mean, it was... I I had to do something to stop thinking about Rebecca St. James. So I (laughs) just memorized all of the the CD liners. Oh my goodness. Okay. I... Oh, there's some good ones left. I only have two one, two more. Okay. I'm going to go with Under the Influence by Anointed. Okay. Another song that I forgot about. And then when I played it, I was like, oh, yeah. This is a great song. And has somebody copied it? Like, <laughs> the tune of it? It was It was so, so familiar when I heard it. But I was like, I feel like somebody took this and copied it along the way. But yeah, what a good one. I got the anointed song this time. Okay. <laughs> this one, uh, I mean, I love anointed. This one doesn't doesn't chart it's for just, me. I don't, I don't... It's upbeat and like, <laughs> I'm playing it. <laughs> <laughs> So while you jam out, I mean, last episode we were talking about Anointed and the the guy from Anointed, uh-huh. and we couldn't figure out. I said something. I made some kind of like real ominous statement about it. There's something to do with him, right? 
it wasn't until after the episode I, I remembered that he is the worship leader for Joel Osteen's church. Right. So we never we talked about that between episodes, but never said that on the uh, on the show. Yeah, so he's doing fine. Doing good. Yes. Okay. All right. This is my last one. Oh, yeah, you got one more. Okay. <laughs> Since there's no risk of you stealing any of these at this point, <laughs> I'll tell you what I'm trying to decide between. Okay. Uh, it's going to be either between uh, Jeff Moore, Carmen, or Third Day. Mm-hmm. I love the Jeff Moore song, but the problem is nobody really knows that song because it wasn't on an actual album, mm-hmm. I don't think. It was on some kind of weird like Olympic compilation. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's literally like you talking about like the ccm syndrome of this jesus juke over the smallest thing this is <laughs> trying to capitalize on olympic fever i guess from the 96 oh, yeah. games oh yeah and uh especially because they were song. in the u.s so it's like yeah <laughs> so i love that song um i don't know if a lot of people are familiar with it though uh, I picked Carmen last time, so let's just go with Third Day. Okay. Um, we'll, we'll go with Third Day, nothing at all. Which uh, <laughs> I know you love Mac Powell, so <laughs> yeah, let's hear it. Sing it for us. <laughs> if you can say nothing good, don't say nothing at all. <laughs> That's beautiful. You nailed it. <laughs> that was like the uh the introduction to third day was their that song came on and like his first lines were on and on and on and on she goes where she stops no one knows was that like their first that was their first well-known album wasn't it i think so it, it happened when someone heard the black crows and said stop oh we need it. one of those stop we need it. one of those Wow, you're really going in hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 1996. Because it, it had a little, I have to look up the Black Crow song, but what was that Black Crow song of like, uh, oh, how did that go? Where the guys does like the same vocal intro to the song. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? No. Oh, that's going to drive me crazy. Oh, you let's just go look it up. All right, I'll go look it up real quick. <laughs> just... Think about what your next song is going to be. Okay, I know. I I don't know. Oh, you know what I'm talking about. The, hey, mama, I'm light your fire. Can I now? <laughs> <laughs> that song. Because <laughs> I'm out so hard to head on now. <laughs> okay. Here's what I have left that... <sighs> I don't think enough people know that Sierra song. You don't even know it. So I did love that song. I might have had the album or they were like another kind of point of grace, a women's group. But there's also. So you just. So basically you're saying they're great value point of grace. Is that what you just (laughs) call them? There's also man after your own heart. Which was, I feel like this song coincided perfectly with the Promise Keepers movement. Somehow, in my mind, they go together. There's also a Point of Grace and a For Him song left on the board. Which one do I want? Well, do you want to be, (laughs) do you want to love your neighbor as yourself? (laughs) Be crucified with Christ. How does that? I'm trying to do all the four M lyrics. Yeah. To be crucified with Christ. <laughs> to give till there is nothing left to nothing give. Nothing left to give. Yes. <laughs> no, I actually do not want to do that. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go with "Man After Your Own Heart." Actually. Wow. Yeah. Fascinating fascinating Harry Chapman you know he doesn't get a lot of love anymore from the CCM crowd so <laughs> gets it from other places though <laughs> so uh it's a great song Whew. it was on that um that compilation album 
my utmost for his highest. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can't believe you went all the way through and did not take Keep the Candle Burning from Point of Grace. I don't really like that song. Fair enough. Yeah. They really kept trying to push Susan Susan Ashton on us. <laughs> they really did. This is like her third appearance on, in two WoW CDs. <laughs> and we have sampled what Susan has to offer and we are not Aww, interested. Oh, that's not nice. I, I like Susan Ashton. She had the Here in My Heart song was really oh, good. Oh, that was a great but, one. Yeah. So, yeah. Maybe Harry Chapman, he's a, he's a dark horse here, I think. <laughs> This was not a great time for Gary Chapman in 1997. It really wasn't. Notice that Amy Grant is not on this compilation. Yeah, she, <laughs> she, she's with, she was with Vince. Right. Yeah. What else is on that? Hmm. My utmost for his highest. And why was I listening to that? That's my question. So many good options for, like cds okay let's see you are holy lover of my soul by amy grant that was so good Mm -hmm. these are all good songs shine on us by phillips craig and dean wow phillips craig and dean tough beat for them did not nobody selected mercy came or running i I really do like that song (laughs) not my favorite also of theirs but there are just a lot of songs on on this on this collection that were done in churches. Uh-huh. Yes. That, that After the Rain song by Aaron Jeffrey. After the rain. <laughs> Did you sing any of these songs? Oh, no. <laughs> my there was a clarinet in my mouth at that time. <laughs> I was playing clarinet in the praise band. Which hey, spoiler alert, you don't need a clarinet in a praise band. <laughs> No one told me this in 1997. <laughs> oh, man. Are we going to spring it on Danny to put this board together again? Oh, please do, Danny. Danny's graphic was so good, and I didn't even tag him like a moron. He uh, doesn't he did such a, He probably doesn't. <laughs> We're like, no, it's, probably it's doesn't, okay. It doesn't no, want to really, be guys, tagged. It's okay. <laughs> Uh, shout, shout out at least a, an audio shout out to you Danny. thanks for doing the graphics last time yes thank you yes, please please uh please use your wifely influence to see if you can get him to do another graphic oh, for man. us okay i'll see what i can do <laughs> okay so uh we'll put this on the uh on the twitter account yes and we will uh, have the teams stacked up for you and you can vote for which team you think won the showdown yes i'm, I'm looking to even the score I think it's gonna be closer this time maybe so i actually don't Any, know why you... i won by such a big margin i feel like we should have been pretty close yeah who did i maybe. have that everyone was like oh I, it's dc talk that's what okay. you said i i think i think this is part of it i think i think because the pictures of the artist were so big and the song titles were so little, I think people just looked at the artist and said, oh, I like them the best. Okay, so art direction, Danny Haas. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was fine. Like, I mean, he can do it the same way this time. Okay. I'm just saying, like, I'll tell him. Um, I don't I know if the people. songs bigger. I don't know if, like, the casual fan looked at that and, and was, like, weighing the uh-huh, songs. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Because, like, a lot of the comments were. Not about the songs, but about the artist. Of like, yes. oh, well, Casey's Casey's got DC talk, and I was like, well, <laughs> it was, it's just one song. <laughs> what if you would have replied like... <laughs> with that like level of defensiveness? I would have loved that. Hey, DC talks not at Casey's house. She doesn't own DC talk. She's not the president of the DC talk club. <laughs> She's not in DC talk, guys. <laughs> Oh, man. We would not be podcast partners if there was any of that in your personality. (laughs) Well, actually, well, actually. (laughs) Okay. Should we, uh, should we move on to Girl Talk? Yeah, let's do it. (laughs) Which we still haven't come up with a better name for this segment than Girl Talk. (laughs) I'm excited because, um, 
none of the questions that I have this week are serious at all. They're all really fun. So, uh, I'll start with Slacker Dad, who asked to just be called Slacker Dad. Uh, I'm just going to read his whole thing because I appreciate it. He says, long-time listener, first-time, I don't know, sender? <laughs> uh, he says, behind, so uh, you may have already abandoned the request for questions and email. If so, just let me say that I really enjoy FSBT. Nothing, and I mean nothing else like it. Fabulous. Thank you. I appreciate that. Okay, then he moves on. Anyway... Why would anybody ever think to name a position for intimacy after missionaries? I thought we already solved this. <laughs> How far behind are you, slacker dad? <laughs> I mean, he gives it to you in his name. It's like... <laughs> what was the goal for that? Bringing guilt to my... How do you say this word? Repartee or repartee? <laughs> repertoire. That's not how he spelled it, though. I know how repertoire is spelled. R-E-P-A-R-T-E-E. Okay, anyways, of all... <laughs> bringing guilt to my repartee of already weak moves. <laughs> I can ruin that on my own, thank you. Are missionaries part of a more common fantasy that I am unfamiliar with? I don't think I want to know that. Okay. Really, sometimes ignorance is much easier and probably less disturbing. If you had to pick a song from the ADCCM scene that would distract from thinking questions like these, what would Casey suggest? Wow. I don't know if I'm actually supposed to answer the missionary positions <laughs> questions or if he only wants me to answer with a song. <laughs> Could you just rehash your answer from before? Yeah, I mean, I just said that maybe it wasn't about them being prudes, but maybe the, like, the women didn't have a hair tie or a scrunchie, so it was like a logistics thing. <laughs> logistics are important. Okay. <sighs> You don't need to feel guilty for your weak moves. I mean, if everybody's happy, then whatever. It's fine. Okay. So, ADCCM, I could never pick one song, right? Anytime I put on ADCCM, it's a, I'm immediately nostalgic. So, it's going to be a distraction from these kinds of questions. <laughs> okay. So, uh... El Shaddai, Amy Grant, that's like top tier ADCCM from that same album we talked about earlier with the hair and the side glance. Uh, Friend of a Wounded Heart, Wayne Watson, wow, just what a ballad. He just <laughs> went all in in that song. Okay, can we talk about Stephen Curtis Chapman in the late 80s? He just went... Okay, what were his albums? He had First Hand in 1987, right? Hold on, I gotta look it up. I didn't write it down, I'm sorry. Anything from that album, I would recommend. Right? Weekdays, Hiding Place, My Redeemer's Faithful and True. Wow. Just absolute amazing songs. He went. 1987, First Hand. 1988. Real Life Conversations, 1989, More to This Life. Then he went again, 1990, For the Sake of the Call. Four years in a row, he released a new album. What in the world? How? Anyways, anything from those albums, I would recommend. His Eyes is a really good song. Which one? His Eyes? His oh Eyes. Oh my gosh, mm -hmm. which one's that on? More to This Life? Uh, Real Life Conversations. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, sometimes I definitely, I need to make myself a 1980s SEC playlist because, wow, I definitely prefer it to, yes, wow, so good. It's like the Benjamin Button of CCM. <laughs> like he started out started out singing like an old guy and then gradually got younger. His strength as he went is along. perfect? Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. Gosh. Oh, yeah. So good. Wow. 
So good. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, any of those. We should start making playlists for people. Like an FSBT Spotify playlist. 80 CCM Spotify. Oh, so good. Okay, thanks Slacker Dad. Thank you for inspiring me to go listen to 80 CCM, which I will definitely do as soon as I hang up on the Zoom call. <laughs> okay. Grace sent me two questions. First one. When bald people wash their faces, how high up do they go? <laughs> so here's the thing. I'm not yet married to a bald person <laughs> so I don't actually know I mean they probably just go to like their foreheads right like what would be the natural end of their forehead but maybe not so if you're completely bald you don't wash your hair so maybe you just when you're washing your face you just go over the whole head because you have to still wash your head you can't like not wash it or do you use, like, your body wash on your head? <laughs> Matthew also still has hair, so he can't answer. <laughs> Are we in the shower? I don't understand the question. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. Do okay. you wash your face not in the shower? Well, I mean, some people, like, will wash their face throughout the day. I, I just, I didn't understand the question. I'm guessing that's what she's talking about. Because <laughs> I would say if you're not in the shower, you, you, you want to avoid like the, the water running into your ears. Uh -huh. And like down the back of your neck. Right. <laughs> when I wash my face not in the shower, like at my sink, I have to like put a whole like a towel down because somehow... I don't know how water gets everywhere. I think I think I'm just bad at <laughs> washing my face. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna. The, the, uh, what I love about this question is the mental picture that she sent with it. Like, just here, think about this. <laughs> okay. Her last. Her next question is last question. Only other question. What is the funniest mansplaining you've ever heard? So, I don't know if she means funny, like, haha, because I don't think I've ever genuinely, liked found mansplaining humorous. <laughs> uh, so, I would say that any mansplaining that is related to something that men, like, literally know nothing about is the funniest to me and the number one example would be anything related to breastfeeding so like when men try to like i've read these articles on like you know men write an art they'll write an article about anything uh <laughs> they try to give reasons like why women shouldn't breastfeed in certain places and they give recommendations of what women can do instead like you can just pump before you go out in public like it's just like this just like this easy thing just do that so stuff like that yeah is the funniest to me like you 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 don't know like maybe they know because their wife chose to do something a certain way but <sighs> wow just do this just carry this in your bag just take on this extra task that you have to sit down and do while you also have a crying infant next to you. Just, you know, whatever. Just God forbid you make me a little bit uncomfortable in this world that I own and dominate. Anyways. <laughs> but that's the kind of mansplaining that is the funniest to me. Anything that a man like tries to... Also, like... Paul, the generous husband, you know, we've talked about the marriage bed guy, when he tries to talk about how women are wired, or any other man who tries to talk about how women are wired, 
just great. Thanks, Paul. I appreciate it. <laughs> we'll see what you have to do to convince your wife to have sex with you. <laughs> Paul, Paul's getting more than any of us, by the way. <laughs> yes, he is. So he's figured something out. <laughs> Those are the tips I want, Paul, okay? <laughs> Anyways. Oh, men. I don't think I've actually seen a lot of mansplaining lately. I've, I've done a good job curating my social media. <laughs> Sometimes you mansplain stuff to me, but you always say... I'm sorry to have to mansplain this. What have I mansplained to you? I'm trying to think of something. Well, I think anytime we're having a conversation about, like, male... That's hard to say, like, male-female. But when you, like, want to give me a male perspective, and I think that you just automatically say <laughs> this might sound like mansplaining. You know? I gotcha. Does that, even, does that even count though? Like, oh, probably I, not. I feel like if it's a probably not. I feel like if it's a casual conversation, I feel like mansplaining is so pejorative. It's almost like mm -hmm. something you would get from a stranger. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <sighs> Sometimes I just yeah. <laughs> Oh, some guy did mansplain to me on Twitter this week. So I sent you the tweet. I'm going to look it up real quick. So um, Mike Birbiglia, the comedian, posted this tweet about how the silence about the Atlanta shootings by Christians was just, it was so much. Well, and he tagged Joel Osteen, which I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> And I, it just pissed me off so much because literally my whole feed all day was people talking about it. So I, and I don't, I don't follow a ton of like white Christian le male leaders. So I just said that black Christians and Christian women have been talking about it all day in my feed and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> this guy, was, I'm just assuming it's a man. It has to be. He <laughs> said, Christian quote unquote leaders, I think he means religion is a dangerous hoax. <laughs> what is that? First of all, I want to be like, okay, so you're saying that <laughs> like you have to be a white man to be a Christian leader? But also thanks for the quick little tag <laughs> at the end. <laughs> I didn't respond. It's all of your favorite things in one conversation. <laughs> it really con is. Con condescending Twitter comedians, Joel Osteen, and <laughs> thin-skinned atheists. <laughs> I really like Mer Mike Berbiglia for the most part, but that tweet just annoyed me. <laughs> so I responded, and then I got a response back. <laughs> what did I think would happen, though, really? <laughs> So are you, are you gonna give? Was it Grace? Grace, yeah. Was it? Are you are you gonna give her an eighties CCM recommendation? An eight oh to go <laughs> to go with her question? Absolutely. I don't know. I didn't even think about it. How about um, Undivided by First Call? Since for hmm. a bald person, their forehead and the rest of their head are undivided. <laughs> <laughs> So stupid. <laughs> Who let me have a podcast? <laughs> There's no, there are no CCM groups like First Call. Just anymore. You know why? <laughs> First Call has something to do with that. <laughs> what, did something happen? Was there a scandal? Yeah. Oh, I don't know this. 
the redheaded one was banging Michael English. Oh. Oh, okay. Okay. I forgot that. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I don't know every single piece of CC. Sorry to mansplain <laughs> that one to you. I don't remember every single piece of CC trivia. <laughs> Sorry, you were you were dating. <laughs> Having fun with friends <laughs> in the 90s. <laughs> She's not in DC Talk, guys. <laughs>